What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to Help Me Understand, a podcast where we discuss dating trends and topics and everything else in between. I am your co-host, Andrea Watson. And I am Selena. Yeah, so we just wanted to kind of go into a little bit of more detail as to why we really wanted to start this podcast and just kind of how it all came about. So for you guys who don't know, Selena is one of my closest, dearest friends. And <laughs> we just, you know, as girls do, um, we talk all the time, right, Selena? Yeah, exactly. So like, Andrea is like, so Andrea is like what I would consider like the sister friend. So <laughs> um, I know like we, we met in college or so we had like similar high school experience and mm-hmm. then the whole relationship, long term relationship thing we kind of connected on that level and then anytime in like these group settings we would always revert back to talking about relationships or just things we're trying to understand Mm. so it it just came to a point where it's like why don't we allow other people to join in on this conversation because we know y'all got something to say about it too yeah I mean you know it's just always been this really natural thing with us I feel like we We'll talk on the phone easily for two hours. Yes. And we'll talk about everything. But the conversation always goes back to men, to dating, to our experiences. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's like we're trying to figure this stuff out. And sometimes I may have answers. Sometimes you may have answers. Sometimes we just lost. Yeah. And (laughs) it's always funny because I always joke with her. I'm like, why is it that I have all this advice for everybody else? But then when it comes to me and I'm in the (laughs) moment with the situation, I can never really think of it like think of how to give myself that advice. I'm like, what the heck? Because sometimes we'll be talking. I was like, dang, I need to take this advice myself. <laughs> like, let me make a note of this. Just save it over there. For yeah. Me. And, you know, I, I also just feel like these topics that surround, you know, dating, like all of those topics, mm-hmm. those are always things that people want to talk about, hear exactly. about. Like you meet a random new woman at a party yep. and you guys eventually talk about, so are you dating anyone? Yes. What's going on, girl? I know. I can't, ain't nobody <laughs> out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's such a natural thing. So I feel like this podcast is like, it's perfect because it's timeless exactly. for one. And I feel like so many people connect and relate to to the topics that we're going to continue to discuss uh, through each episode. And you know what? Yes, that's very true because I noticed like anytime we're out or so, um, it turns into a conversation where, like you mentioned before, you'll meet someone and then we'll just start talking about our dating life where it's just like, oh yeah, wait, you had the experience too? And <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened too. Or just doing the comparison of what it was like, say like back when we were in high school to like what it is now and how so much has changed. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's going to constantly be a hot topic. What is your, I guess, hope that this podcast does for listeners? I hope that it is like an, um, it's a place for other listeners to get like some answers or like a, another perspective or like even to help us as well to mm-hmm. get an understand a, a understanding too because um, like the topics they could I feel like they're pretty much endless because now you have the whole topic of like okay um, like for example like undercover men mm. and different <laughs> things like that so it's just like okay yeah. It's, I don't know, it's it's crazy. Like, it could go so many different directions. Definitely. I just think that, well, 
I guess to answer my own question, my hope is that for those who listen, they realize that they're not alone because sometimes you feel like you're the only one going through certain dating experiences. But I hope that by all of us sharing um, our collective experiences you'll mm-hmm. see like oh wait so wait Andrea she had that bad day too yes. her, her day made her pay for his Uber ooh yep. like you know <laughs> dang <laughs> um, so I'm just excited so you guys as you continue to listen to all of our episodes please you know respond comment on the Facebook page we're always looking to engage folks um we're going to have two co-hosts, Nina and Jay, um, on different episodes throughout the season. So you'll also have other perspectives, including that male perspective, which we also thought was very yes, important. Very important. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's women we forget, and then the conversation may kind of turn to bashing men. And that's not the goal of this yeah. show. So it's nice to have a man a part of this show so he can step in and be like well you know not all guys exactly (laughs) not all guys so and that's the thing it's like because one person may have a certain experience with an individual and then it's just like you can't assume that okay well this person's this ethnicity so it's like okay this is how all these guys are when actually it may not be that case or it's not that case at all it may just be their upbringing or who has like influenced them in their life or or whatever Mm -hmm. may have happened to them so, um, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to this and where it goes. Because, like I said, when we're at like these kickbacks or group settings and stuff, it turns into a conversation. And like sometimes they turn really heated. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we really look forward to you all going um, going on this journey with us. Yeah. I hope you really like this season. Again, this is something that's very personal to both of us. Mm -hmm. And it's just been this ongoing project in the making for years. And to finally execute it, it feels really good. And I just hope that everyone engages with us. Um, We're going to have some really funny episodes, some crazy topics, (laughs) special guests. So just go ahead, scroll down, listen to um, each episode, and comment again on the Facebook page, which is going to be helpful me understand please and uh, is there anything else we should add um, and I think yeah all of our social media st- sites are also help me understand so yeah, yeah just uh, stay tuned for all of that we're really excited about this to have you all join in on this conversation because like I said we've been having it for years now but now it's finally coming to life Definitely. Oh, and we're always looking for more topics. Mm -hmm. So if you have a particular scenario or a question or just something that you think is worth us exploring and discussing on our show, just go ahead and send us a message and we'll definitely check it out. Um, Yeah. So again, thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoy. All right. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl, Drea, and welcome to Help Me Understand with my co-host. The one and only, Selena. And also, J. Cosign. You already know what it is. Yes, yes, yes. So this is a podcast where we will always explore the different topics and latest trends of the dating world. So in today's episode, we are talking about cuffing season. Yeah. 
it's about that time. You know, we've been turning up all summer long and it's getting a little chilly. So, you know, um, <laughs> so I was looking on Instagram the other day, guys, and one of my guy friends, he put up this application and he was like, now taking apps, cuffing season, uh, now through, I want to say like, when is it in? Like, um, it's around like March, April. Yeah. Y'all some good ones. I didn't even know that there was a, um, the exact time deadline <laughs> or whatever. So please educate me. Help oh, me yeah, understand. Season, What's the, no, when does it end? Right <laughs> First of all, what does t- cuffing season mean yeah. to you guys? How do you define that? I feel that's that time when it, the season starts to get cold or whatever. So people trying to find somebody to get booed up with. So they could have somebody to color up with, wake up in the morning, get it in with or whatever. Or, um, what's the other thing? Why am I blanking out right now? Well, basically, it's that time of the season where you just want to stay warm with somebody. And then, um, or if the dude ain't got, (laughs) exactly, or if the dude ain't got no place to stay, let me not say just dude, because who knows? If a guy is homeless or whatever, he's trying to find somebody to stay with. (laughs) What you call it? He sleep on people's couches. And yeah, he tried to find somebody cuffed with in the wintertime. That sounds like somebody familiar. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. We all know. But... (laughs) We can't say no names. Oh, yeah, that's another rule. No we names. We have two rules. Yeah. Right. No, the rules. Yeah, one of our rules. No names and, and all. no all women and all men. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Jay, how do you define <laughs> cover season? Man, cover season is that time of the year where, you know, you get your draft picks ready. Um, you know, you, you do a lot of scouting during this time, you know, a lot of um, reports. And you just have to make sure that you pick the right you know, get 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 the right number one draft picks. Now there are first rounders and there's second rounders. You know, these are people that men or women, whatever you prefer, um, that you like to lay up with, as Selena said, or you know, that's gonna be really good because you never know. Coven season may turn into that prime NBA championship of getting married. You oh wait, wait. Wow. So that's how it starts. Hmm. And then they have potential to stay along after the season ends? Yes. So, you hmm. know, it usually starts off like one year. I mean, they do have 10-day contracts, you know. Okay, this is new. Yeah, 10-day oh, contracts. Educate. And, um, you know, you have, to, you have to survive training camp. You have to survive Dang. preseason, you know. Oh, wow. And it's very rigorous, you know. I mean, as you, as a person, you have to be rigorous with your roster, oh. you know. Okay. Cover season is that okay. time when you're able to trim down your roster and see who's going to make the final cut. We see that he took it very serious yeah. in his single days. Oh, <laughs> he taking now, ladies. He off the market, but yeah. <laughs> so is, so is cuffing season more for men or women, or is it equal? It's equal. I mean, come on now. I mean, we don't want to say that you know a lot of. I mean, a lot of people look towards the men as cuffing season, but come on, ladies out here now are tired of you know are tired of waiting on guys, and I love it because now us guys like I was a shy guy. I got. Cu- I mean, my my lady saw me. She said, "Cuffing season," and you know, I was a late pick. I was a late pick, but you know, I made the team. I made the team. You know. So I've always looked at it as more of a negative thing. So it's interesting hearing your perspective because I want to be cuffed year round. I don't want somebody for a season. To be honest, it's not even so much a cuffed. I want to be wife. So it's kind of like, okay. How do you know the difference between the guys? It's just like, okay, I just need somebody for this wintertime thing and then deuces versus would that mean that you would have to meet them at the beginning of the summer and they stick with you through and then you know like, okay, that's a real one? Or how does that – explain that to me a little bit. I mean, sometimes it depends. I mean, like 
Obviously, the summer is definitely the off season. You know, that's where you want to look and see who you want to put on your roster. I mean, a lot of times I think um, guys, I mean, male and women, but men, I'll speak from the men's perspective. That's when you get to see, okay, you know, I can be friends with her. We can have a drink. We have we can uh, hang out together. You know, nothing too serious because, you know, you have to make sure and be able to have, uh, you know, scouting reports. You know, you want to have uh, draft up draft reports. You want to be able to, you know, see who's going to make the actual combine. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot during the off season. It's very busy. You know, cuffing season is just not during the cold months. Okay. It's during the summer as well. You know, is that is, is that the standard or is that your take on it? Well, it, it, it's you know, that's my take. I mean, okay. as you get older, I mean, you start to realize like because when when you're younger, you don't really understand it. You know, as in dating and all that. But when you get older, you start seeing like okay. I need to get in the off season because you can't start cuffing season when it starts getting when it's fall. It's over with. <laughs> the rosters are almost finalized. So the roster it means that there are more than one person. Yes. So you're not just being exclusive for a season with one individual, but you're keeping your options open during the fall and winter months. I mean, during the during the during the summer, that's when you start to get okay. I want this all as my roster, you know. And then when it's fall, then it starts you start trimming down. You know, you make your picks, you make your trades, you know, you make your uh, waves. I mean, you wait, you wave certain people, you know. You want to make sure that by the time like cuffing season starts and like the actual season starts, you have that prime number one MVP, you know, because it's hard out here, you know. Say that again. It's very hard out here. I think you know. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, you have a lot of people that are are your number one, you know, ch- chose, you know, people that are very good. They start off very good, but mm-hmm. they're not going to be the Hall of Famer, a.k.a. the Kobe Bryant, that are going to be, your, you know, the person you want to marry. Yeah. You know, they might be, I don't know, Greg Oden. You know, Greg Oden was a great basketball player, but he just he just got, kept on getting injured. He wasn't, you know... He, he wasn't putting up the numbers that he needed to do. So so when it comes to looking at cuffing season, um, when maybe you were participating in, I don't know, in your past, um, what questions slash requirements did you have that you make? And so you can answer it too. Well, for me. What was um, always on the list? I just wanted someone that was very like, I have a certain type of personality, you know, and I'm very, I'm very easygoing. I don't like to be, um, like, stressed over a lot of things, and I want someone I could have fun with and be able to, like, learn from. Um, and I think I was able to just, you know, see who, who, was, who was good and who, who wasn't and then see who's consistent. And there were some times that I was consistent, and I had to understand. I was like, man, you know, as a GM, I can't give what I need. This is a, this person's number one, but I might have to trade them to another or waive them so they can go to a better team, you know, because if you know you can't give that person, you know, like, for example, Jimmy Butler right now, he's going through some stuff. He wants to get traded. Sometimes I was like, man, I want to keep this person, but some people do not like how you're moving as, a, you know, so it's like all you can do is say, you know what, I have to move along. But, you know, I, there's a lot of the characteristics as far as, you know, just having a partner and just being fun. And, you know, I was dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, as a GM mm-hmm. at a certain time. And it was just like it wasn't working out for my players. Mm-hmm. So I had to, you know, get rid of my <laughs> roster I love this analogy. and, um, you know, start <laughs> over, you know. So it was hard. But, you know, 
just reflecting over my own like dating life as an adult I guess I kind of have participated in cuffing season but I never looked at it like that going into it because I feel like there's been some people who I've met and it was always when it was cold and then I would be like okay so I want to know by the time it gets warm out if this is really going anywhere or if I gotta cut them and a lot of people they end up getting cut Right before my birthday, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, pink slip. Baby. Uh, pink slip. It's been served, <laughs> but. <laughs> I think you know. At the end of the day, it's still like pretty much whether you want to call it cuffing or just dating. Like you're still auditioning for this individual, and vice versa. The goal for most people, unless you just strictly want a friends of benefits type mm-hmm. of situation, is. How can this thing progress? Where is this going? And as the older we get, like, most people are not trying to be out here playing games and wasting no. their time. Like, I've been seeing a lot of hashtags, hashtag waste this time 2018, waste her time. Like, I don't know who's participating in that mess, but I just don't have time for that anymore. I'm so tired of the games. Yeah, it's just a bit too much. Like, like you said, well, I feel like me, I probably was on the other spectrum where I'm like, I guess I was participated in <laughs> cover season. I didn't know. I was like, okay, where is this going? And then it's kind of like, okay, this is doesn't seem like it's really going anywhere. What is this? I just, I don't know. And then, of course, summer comes, new person, new bay, whatever they call it. But it's just, summer bay. yeah. So Winter bay. Because <laughs> when you're used to being in a relationship and then you're out of it, then it's like, okay, so you're getting to know this person. I'm more like... The idea of um, purposeful, I don't know, getting to know someone for a purpose and not just like, okay, hey, we just here chilling. Like, But I think that also goes back to the type of men that we as women are one, attracting and giving our time to. Sometimes we don't cut them off as quick as we should, and then we look up and it's been like eight months of this and we sitting here complaining but it's like dude been showing you the red flags since day one yeah since the first date <laughs> jay raising his hand like yep very true oh yeah i mean we have to also take responsibility for our own like situations i mean male and women there's been times where i was just like so in awe by a chick based on her features and all that and the, the good times and i'm like this is upsetting me mm-hmm. but we have a good time together. Yeah. And she's bad as ever. Like, do you not see this? That's so interesting. And we don't take an account of, like, yeah, this is frustrating, and I'm letting this happen mm-hmm. still because of some things that are just temporary. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think now when you get older, you have to realize, like, there's certain things that that are very important that looks and other things just are just like they're not important you know mm-hmm. yeah once that time is gone it's gone like you don't get it back and then <laughs> it's like you meet different people and then I don't know how you all are with this but like you may think like okay you know what this one this person has more potential so I'm like let me mm-hmm. give this person a chance um because I don't really like having to do the whole juggling thing where I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to see you on Tuesday, then see this one on Wednesday, then see this one on Thursday. It's, it but just make my head hurt. I don't have... Some people look down on that, time. but then I feel like until you are exclusive with someone, until mm-hmm. there's a commitment, 
Like, what's wrong with going out on multiple dates? Not to say sleeping around different people, no, no, but that's, that's a whole that's different, different thing. Different but story. if guy A wants to take you to dinner on yeah. Friday and guy B wants to go to church and brunch, mm-hmm. like, would you feel guilty if you're not in a relationship with either? That's a good question. Um... Sometimes, yeah. But then me, it's more so like my time, my schedule, and work. So if I'm leaving work to go see you, then that means that I actually like you because I value my sleep. I got to get up early in the morning. Like, if I don't like, I'm not going to put that time in. But that's where it comes in where it's like it's too much to juggle and keep up with. At least So for you It's not like a moral thing It's more just like You have limited time Yes So you rather (laughs) Focus your attention On one person Mm -hmm. And see if that goes anywhere If not cut them One or even Well possibly two Probably But the whole three Five It's just too much I'm about to tell them Selena Y'all just What Sprint off land (laughs) (laughs) No but it's just like When you have like Limited time And you're tired Or whatever It's just like okay I'm putting my time aside, so I need you to put that effort as well. Then, but yeah, like you said, usually you see it early on, but you don't cut them off for whatever but reason. Do you ever have that fear? You know, the older that we're getting, and you and I talk about this all the time, <laughs> yes. like all the time. Do you really feel like maybe it's time to speed up the process? Like you can't just yeah. be giving months away to no, one that's person true. test no. trial. No, I, I agree. And you know what my new solution gonna be? You know that application you found on there, the cuff and seat application? I'm just gonna be straight up with them. I'ma break No, I'm for real. I'ma have that same listen, be like, listen, just be completely honest. Okay, good, we're not compatible, deuces bye. Don't waste my time. Hey. So he gonna be like, can I have I'm your number? You gonna be like, to. yeah, give me your email address. I'm about to send you this PDF version. <laughs> I'll get back just, to you in three to five business days. I don't know. I think I just don't have any patience anymore. So it's kind of like I'm trying to focus on myself, my career, and different ideas that I want to come to fruition. It'll possibly be so, a business one day. And I feel you. when my energy is in someplace else, my mind is someplace else. It's just sometimes you can't put that energy where it needs to be because you all whatever about some individual yeah so. um backtracking for a second so we kind of talked about how we all have looked at cuffing season in the past if we participated in our experiences with that but i guess like are there rules to cuffing season i mean i feel like i'm so out of the loop now like i feel like jay's the expert on this stuff <laughs> I just think, you know, as Educate a, me, as a uh, you know, retired, um, I'm going to be retired, you know, Hall of Fame. I think, you know, I'm teaching a lot of, uh, you know, my, my other GMs about uh, how to, you know, properly prepare for cuffing season. Because I think there are some rules. I think you have to be respectful. Like, I mean, be honest, man. Like, be honest. Say, hey, you know, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I had to earn my spot. You know, I had to earn my spot because I know there were a plenty, you know, number one draft picks. And I was undrafted. I was late. So I had to be on the team and I had to earn my spot. And I kicked the starting person out. And then I'm the, you know, I'm going to the Hall of Fame now. And I think, but there was conversation and, you know, it was able to say, hey, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I'm telling this person, cool. So if you really want to, you know, you have to understand the value of the person you're dealing with. And if you don't, then it's going to be bad for you because you need to be able to have the conversation with other people. So it's like, hey, you know, I like you or, you know, you're cool, but I just want to let you know I'm also, you know, I'm being, you know, I'm trying to 
see who's going to make my roster, basically. And I'm not on no disrespect. It's just like, you know, you got to say, I need to see who is going to be compatible for me. We can still be cool if this doesn't work out. We can still, you know, have a conversation and all that. But if you don't make the team, it's all good. But I'm here to make, you know, see if you're going to make the team. If they want to make the team, they're going to work it out, you know. So if they don't want to make the team, then you'll see it. So, you know, there's, it just has to be a respect level, you know. You just have to be able to say, you know what, I got to do better because you never know what happens down the line. Like, you might, she, you, she may not make the team net right now, but then when you get older, you might say, hey, I need to make a last minute, you know, I need to make a free agency signing right now. <laughs> you know, my shooting card is done. I need, to get, I need to get rid of my shooting guard. I need that person, you know. And you don't want to... Make that person mad and say, oh, no, I don't ever want to negotiate with you. So, So, I mean, for women, like, if you could just give them, like, two or three tips for when they're participating, like, how should they act or how should they not act? Like, what are men looking for? Uh, I mean, to be, I can't speak for all men, of course, but I think what was good with me is that if I, I, you know, I like the openness. I like to say, hey, you know, I'm also talking to this person or whatever, you know. Mm Um, so transparency. Just transparency to be able to say, okay, I need to earn my spot. And I think a lot of guys are like, you know, a lot of people um, that are attractive and have a lot of attention, they're so used to getting their way or just saying, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I, I can get this person, I can get that person. Yeah, we can, you know, you don't know what you can get. You think you are, you can, but like you think because you know you have a certain physique or whatever, you can get a person. But it's like you just need to be able to be open. Um, another tip is just um, know yourself and know what you want and be able to say, if you see a red flag, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a step back. Ooh, he just read my mind. Yep. Like, I'm kind of looking at my notes a little back. here, too. <laughs> and red flags was the next thing I want to bring up. So uh, what are those red flags? I mean, for me, if I see a guy and he just seems like he doesn't listen at all, and he'd be like, wait, what you say multiple times, like the first few dates? Well, I, honestly, just the first date, really, unless it's something like he tells you, like, hey, I'm sorry, somebody's in the hospital, I have to check my phone. Like, that, you know, those are exceptions, yeah. but I put my phone away on a date. So if I'm like, he's just on his phone constantly, I'm looking at that, he doesn't hear anything I'm saying, or if I'm saying something of substance, I feel like, and he doesn't have anything to say, so, oh, okay. Oh, that's what's up. That's cool. So we can't hold a conversation. All right. This is not good. So I'm looking at those kind of things. You agree? No, I I totally agree with you on that because it's kind of like that's that those initial periods, it's that time for you to really get to know that person. Now, you're still getting to know them throughout, but Mm -hmm. you may be saying something that they never knew about you and it's just like wait yeah I've told you this before I'm allergic to XYZ then he take you to some restaurant it's like um you forgot we had this conversation (laughs) like um no like I completely agree with that listening is definitely key there because it's a way for you to kind of get to know the person and if you're not listening then you're not gonna get to know them simple as that I have you know I think also there's something that we're all like I think I'm just realizing now is that, you know, when we talk about listening, we also have to understand, we have to, there's one question that we, we also need to know when it comes down into, like, you know, picking the actual right person that we want is how how do they grow up? Ooh. Oh, yes. Because that will yes. tell you a lot. Yep. 
And it, and, it's, and you know. How were you raised? Who was mm-hmm. in your life? And that's the thing. Like people always tend to have the idea, like, okay, this person grew up with this two-parent household, so they're gonna be this certain way. They're gonna be a great match. No, I've seen people that have grown up in two-parent household, and they're probably not the best partner for their partner or whatever. But it's also who else has been that influence on them. Because you may have that two-parent household, but then you have cousins or whatever, uncles this that you looked up to that you're kind of following their lead of how they treated women or vice versa. So, yeah. So how they're raised or who has influenced them definitely plays a major part in that. And I think that's still an area that I struggle in when I'm meeting someone new because as women, like, we don't want to just come sit down, have our whole list of questions and start interviewing them necessarily you want to be natural but that is a big issue because I've dated people in the past where if I had maybe known earlier on like this was your experience growing up and now I'm starting to see like the after effects of that then maybe I would have never caught feelings maybe I would have distanced myself early on to protect my heart instead of getting like you know involved with the individual so I don't really know I'm still figuring that out like how do you ask those kind of questions? Because you can be like, oh, okay, so do you have any siblings? Oh, do you know your dad? Like, but that's still not going to be deep enough. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, that it's important because there's like a lot of like down the line when you are actually have your team or your number one starter. I think uh, you'll start realizing like how you guys mesh as far as like the conversations that you have and how they respond to it. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing that I think that a lot of people may forget or not realize. I'm realizing it now, you know. Um, you know, as a Hall of Fame, rather be in Hall of Fame, you know, I think that's one thing that I, like, you have to be able to watch being in a relationship or, you know, in covenants. It was like, okay, this person came from this situation. They exposed to this. How can I shape the conversations that, you know, when we talk about this and they're not exposed to that, how can we, we have a good conversation so it's not always about arguments? And I understand you're always going to have disagreements, but it's like, how you go from that? How do you be, uh, you know, a, like respectable in the way of like, you're not targeting them and how they were raised to how do you say, okay, I was raised this way. This is, this is why I respond this way, yes. you know? Yes. And, you know, because... And and that's the thing. It's like just learning about that. It's it's hard, you know. You know, being you know leaving cup of season and you know going to the you know national championship. Um, it's it's difficult, you know. Again, you know, going and getting going to the ring, you know, it's it's difficult. But you just have to be able to continue learning and continue grow as a GM, you know, because this thing the cup season easy. Cup season is easy. You know, that's the fun part. That's but the when f- you really get to know the person, <laughs> and I was like, okay, what did I get myself into? Um, and you know, I also think that it it's important to see how the person responds to conflict. Um, a lot of times, you're used to having one type of communication style when issues arise, but then you find yourself bumping heads with the other partner because. Maybe they grew up in a home where people brushed stuff under the rug. They didn't talk about it or they shouted and yelled and somebody stormed out. So now when they're involved with someone, they're, you know, mimicking what they saw growing up. And for someone who's not used to that, 
that can like drive them crazy because they're like, why can't we just sit down and talk? Yes. And the other person wants to run or they only want to text about issues, but they don't want to talk on the phone or sit in person. So it's like, how do you deal with that? Like, is it just not a match at all? Or are there ways that you can work through that? I feel like both parties have to be willing and open to kind of come to some sort of compromise. But at the same time, like, you can't have any relationship without communication. So if an individual is telling you that something bothers them, but then you're not even willing to listen, I feel like it can never really get to the... It can never progress to where it really needs to be because you're still not listening to what the issue is that this other individual has. So until you listen, you won't know how to avoid these conflicts or to prevent them from happening. If you're just going to storm out and walk away every time. I remember I had one situation with this one guy. Anytime we would get into it or I'm asking him about certain things, it's like, I'll figure it out. What do you mean figure it out? I'm asking you. I can't just figure. I'm ask, That's what I'm doing. I'm trying to ask you to get a better understanding of this. But if you don't want to talk, I, it's, it's just going to continuously happen. I think also you, it's, it's hard. You have to break stuff down. And I think like what you were saying, it's like, oh, we'll figure it out. A lot of times us guys are very like to the point, yeah. you know, where it's like, I don't like this. Most guys. I think, yeah, but most guys, um, <laughs> oh, guys. A, a, a lot, well, I think a lot of guys, you know, most guys, however, you know, a good percentage are very, very, very straight shooters. It's like, okay, I want this. If you don't like it, okay, like, you know, I want this table, whatever. Uh, I don't think you should get that table or whatever, you know, and it's like, we should figure something out. But I think it's like, why? You know, what what is your mind? How how do you move about that? And I think I'm learning that where it's like, okay, what about this thing that you like or yes. thing that you don't like? And then let's work through it. So go back and then go forward. So you can say, okay, I know how you're feeling. How about we do this, you know, and then be able to take your style. Because I think, you know, in covenancies, you have to find your yin to your yang, you know, and someone's always going to have, uh, they're going to be positive. They could they, they have a good shooting form, but they may not know how to, you know, dunk. So you got to be able to say, okay, I'm good at this, at dunking. I can show you how to do it. I may need to know, have a shooter on my team. I may need to know, I mean, you know, this person knows how to score. There's no person knows how to get to the championship. I think you just be able, you need to be able to decompress and like like see how their mind works, yeah. and because at the end of the day, that's what's gonna help you get to you know to the whole you know championship. That's gonna get you to winning all the rings. It's yeah. gonna make you making all these records. Um, decon, you know, just making sure what, why are they? Because that's the thing. Everybody's like. Oh, I don't like that. Why? Oh, don't worry about it. You're frustrated. Don't worry about it because then it's going to come right back yeah. around again. <laughs> I'm asking you for a reason because I actually care and I want to know. Right. <laughs> and I also feel like during cuffing season, it's a part of that whole elimination process. Like mm-hmm. you're cutting more and more individuals off. Like in the summer, you know, when you're single, you're collecting numbers. Some may last a day. Some may last a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some may transfer into the next season. So yeah. then... You're in October, November, or whatever, and now you have, like, these five people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, you're starting to see those red flags that yep. Jay was talking about. You're starting to see how do they communicate, mm-hmm. and you're realizing, well, this person isn't a good match for me. Yeah. So then you have to figure out, is it a conversation? Do you let them know why they're not going to keep progressing in this or game? Do or do you go ghost on them? Ooh, that'd be a whole nother topic. Yep. <laughs> oh boy. Right. Oh Apparently, there's ghosting, submarining, and breadcrumbing. Oh, I was about to say the breadcrumb. Uh, yes. Oh, you acted totally different. Mm. 
It's like, so from what I understand, breadcrumbing is when you pop in and out. You give them yep. just a little bit mm-hmm. to keep them, like, interested so they don't completely, like, delete your number and mm-hmm. forget about you. So you may not hear from this individual for, like, a whole week or two or a month. And it's like, <laughs> hey, what's oh, up? Oh, he a whole sub. <laughs> <laughs> Going ghosted. <laughs> And that's funny because it's like, and that's even if the person still have your number, and be like, wait, who is this? Especially if you don't say the number, like from the club, you be like, who's this texting me? But y'all, I love it. I love it. I'm I'm trying my best to keep up to date with all these new trends and terminology. I'm getting old, but we're gonna have to do a whole nother episode on ghosting and everything that's related to it. And some other topics that we didn't get to get into today. Um, But this was a great conversation, as always. And I love having Jay's perspective. He really brings that male um, perspective. And I know our female listeners appreciate that. I know we do. Until next time. So thank you again for tuning in to help me understand. Selena, you want to let them know how they can keep, um, I guess, updated with us? Yes, and all of our social media sites will be Help Me Understand. And our website is helpmeunderstandplease.com. All right. Until Until next next time. time. (laughs) Yep.